0: Thank you for joining us on this podcast today. We're gonna to be talking about divorce, oh the boy. reasons for divorce, why people get divorced, um, and, and just share our opinions. Happy Monday. Please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Happy Monday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> intense topic for Monday, but uh, please comment, subscribe. So why don't we start with this? Uh, it's Let's start for, with Sandra. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sandra, what is an acceptable reason to get divorced?
1: Mm. There's a lot of acceptable mm. reasons for a divorce. Um, I so I, I was watching the video that you were referring to in terms of Sebastian, and one of the things that he did say on there was, um, like not being able to just fully be yourself, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, I th- I think that's a a big one. Um, but obviously there's more to that. You know, we can unpack that, but uh, I think that there's a there's a lot. Um, I mean infidelity like finances just like things that you can't reconcile uh i think are uh, are good reasons for it so uh i think there's a lot that we can
0: can't be yourself finances all right infidelity
1: everything there's a lot
0: (laughs) okay cool yeah uh andre
2: same thing Um, infidelity, um, obviously there are those cases where you can come back from that and Mm -hmm. fix it as long as both of you guys are wanting to. I I agree. Um, Mm -hmm. but if there's like a constant pattern that it's just not working and that person keeps going out of the relationship, um, I think that's acceptable, um, finances, but I think obviously there's context to that. Um, and yeah, I think everything that Sandra
1: said. Mm Okay. Okay. Molly. the part in which sabs was talking about control right mm-hmm. so controlling the other person not allowing yourself to be not being who you are authentically mm-hmm. i think those are probably the main reasons why people i don't know i'm not really well versed in this topic to be honest but i can only i can't imagine being in relationships whether it is friendships or personal or business and pretending to be someone else. Mm. Mm. Right. It's Mm. that whole piece of not only lying to people, but you're lying to yourself at that point.
3: Mm.
0: So, I mean, you don't feel like you can be yourself because the other person's holding you back essentially? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay.
3: And you're the one person that you can't lie to. (laughs) You are the one person. Um, I I agree with all of their sentiments. Uh, I think there may be a a kind of difference in topics whenever it comes to people that are mutually deciding to separate and then Mm -hmm. one person that is trying to make a decision without Mm -hmm. it necessarily being something that's talked about. But what kind of comes to my mind immediately is if um, their actions and behaviors continue to work against you
0: yeah and and can you give examples of
3: that <clears throat> um not off the top of my head <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: no, uh well i would say you know, this is a tricky tr- tricky topic because you have to contextually understand yeah. mm-hmm. me before i unpack okay. this um because as we sound bite this and turn it into little clips that could be very misunderstood just based on the comments we've seen so i'm going to first say and if we take this whole clip i want to make sure it's heard one of my biggest concerns with the behavior, supportive behavior in our current society is the lack of commitment. Um, because so much of the deep work is done in commitment. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? And so we live in a world of escapism and nowism where instead of doing the deep work and figuring out you know, why this relationship isn't working, we just run from it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big fan of that at all. And so from that context, I'm not a big fan of divorce. That being said, if you're asking me when is the, when is it appropriate to get divorced for sake of word economy? I would say when the relationship is no longer serving you. Now I can say that from the position that I'm speaking from, but I understand. And if that was just that, that was just a sound bite, people would be like, well, what do you mean? That's so selfish. That's so ego. That's so, That's all about you. That isn't about commitment. And you have to get me in context of what I mean by that. So no longer serving you means there's nothing more for you to learn in this relationship. right? This isn't about commitment. This is about your personal growth. So my psychological needs fundamentally are all around growth and contribution. So if a relationship is no longer serving those two things, it's time for it to evolve and what it looks like. So I think one of the things that we've we're evolving through in our society is this undue uh, idealization of marriage and commitment and what it means that keeps people stuck and trapped and they have to jump into another lifetime to figure it out because they got stuck in the last one so um, yeah that's what I would say
0: Uh, I would say there's three reasons in my mind why people should get divorced Um, severe abuse physically or mentally Mm -hmm. um, or infidelity those are the three reasons Any other reason outside of those things? I feel like there were that was two. Did you say one more and I missed it? Physical abuse, mental abuse, and physical abuse,
4: mental abuse.
3: Oh, you you
0: you took those as two separate things. I'm tracking. All right. Physical abuse, (laughs) mental abuse. I mean, you could argue that they're the same thing, but um, and infidelity, meaning you step outside of the original agreement that you agreed to. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, every situation requires context, Mm -hmm. so I don't want to paint a broad brush with with regards to. Who and who shouldn't be divorced, but for the most part, those are the three things. And I also think that not everyone's for marriage. Like, I think if this is my personal opinion, and I don't want to project on anyone, but mm-hmm. yeah, duty and honor is very important. I think duty and honor, and I think we I, need I to think drop both, for that. Yeah, I, I think I think both. Um, both parties need to be seriously taken into consideration duty and honor and if if they're not both about duty and honor, I think that's a marriage, uh, like uh, institution for marriage. Duty and honor is an institution for marriage. And if you if you're Mm -hmm. not about duty and honor, then I don't think you should step into marriage. I think you should maybe have a ceremony, have a party, but I just -hmm. don't think it's for you. And for our um, listeners, can you
4: describe duty and
0: honor for us? Just give us a nice little healthy definition overview. Sure. Yeah. so for me, duty and honor is you, it's not a, you, you place your needs um, aside for the, the family that you create. So if you have a daughter, if you have a son, your needs are placed aside. So if you're unhappy in a marriage, that's not a reason. Like Unless you're severely abused, if you're unhappy, if you feel like you can't be yourself, to me, me personally, I think that's not a good reason to get, to get divorced. Um, and I also think what, I think Westernized society is much different than a lot of other cultures in that there's a lot of different reasons. Like in Western society, we have hundreds of reasons why, why we get divorced. That's why our divorce rate is like 53%. Can you guys guess what the, the country is that has the least divorce rate, the lowest divorce rate? Probably a Middle Eastern country yeah, or something say. with some very stringent...
2: Mm -hmm. cultural
4: views and laws around a woman
5: is
0: it uh he's like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't don't know i'm asking you (laughs) if you were to guess what country
2: somewhere in the middle east um
0: so okay so we have a 53 percent divorce rate in america Mm -hmm. are we saying first world countries because that would change things because people get
4: married for an entirely different set of reasons when you're not in first world
0: I would argue, though, that if you look statistically at the people that come from these countries, the divorce rate stays very similar to, the, to their native country. So I'll give you the lowest divorce rate, India at 1%. billion wow. people, India has a 1% divorce rate. And I would argue that they take that over to the US too. So mm-hmm. there's something to be said about that. So there's, there's, there's cultures that overly emphasize duty and honor, which means I put another person's need needs above myself consistently. And then if two parties get together and they think that, they both think that, then it's not about I don't like this or I don't love this or I don't I don't like this situation, whatever the case may be. It's more what are their that person's needs? Always a focus on the other person and children. So what do you guys think of that? That's awesome.
1: I mean I think in marriage in general I had um, I'll frame this in a way because my parents have been married now for 33 years and I just asked him like Wee! what? Yeah, so maybe 34. Wait, <laughs> 33. 34. Mm, I think it's 33. Anyways, and I asked him, I was like, well, what's, what's your secret? And their biggest one was sacrifice. So whatever they did for them, um, each other first before my sister and I became a family with them, Like, they knew that their commitment to each other was either going to be, all right, I'm going to work or not work in order to make sure then um, my kids are going to be fed or whatever. And then they both, like, had two jobs at the same time to make sure that they had money. So, sacrificing time away from each other. Um, And so, I understand that part of duty and honor, right? So, I understand what you're saying about that. I don't think I'm going to argue with that. I think I'm just going to agree with you. But then... I like thought about it in this way because now married, now married, I think about um how I am really working on myself to make sure I'm growing. Mm -hmm. And I can't force my partner to do the same. He has to do it himself. Mm -hmm. So the sacrifice is that time away from me. Like I I think about that. Like the time away from each other is our sacrifice right now. I remember our discussion, you were talking you said something about I forgot what it was exactly, but I just remembered something that resonated with me was just how um, there will be those seasons, right? We all have those seasons in which we will sacrifice time, energy, or space or whatever, just so that we can serve each other. Um, that's all. Like, that's all I think about when, I, when you say duty and honor.
2: Do you know, within that 1%, um, how many people in that society are still doing arranged marriages?
0: I would say a high percentage,
5: yeah. I
2: mean, you can always look at it like that, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, but then if you make an apples-to-apples comparison, you you would say um, Western society to Indian Americans. That's what you say, and I I would say, I mean, I don't know anecdotally, I just know this, but Mm -hmm. we can look up the stats, Mm -hmm. but I think it's close to 1% to divorce rate within the United States, the Indian culture. And then I would say, so Egypt is at 17%, and that's just all of Egypt. I would say Coptic Orthodox is probably at like maybe five percent, six percent divorce rate, and there's something to that. If you look at the, the children that are raised, highly educated, contributors to society, usually very normal, healthy people in general. Um, and I would say there's a lot of stats on uh, kids that, that come from divorce marriages. They're, they come out you know more delinquent with regards to you know just the laws and grades and a lot of different things. And so there's something to be said about that, but everything requires context. Like we have somebody like that's one of our really, really good friends and she was physically abused and she got divorced. Hmm. Now in, in the Coptic Orthodox uh, religion, there's, there's a, it's a, it's a a very strong culturally that you should not get divorced. So it's very hard to get divorced. So if you get married (coughs) within the Coptic Christian Christian, Orthodox religion,
5: mm-hmm.
0: you actually have to get. You can't just get divorced on your own. Mm-hmm. You have to get approval from like four priests and a bishop.
5: <laughs> <laughs> literally,
0: wow. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. So That's some work. It, it's called. Um, and then if you have like a legitimate reason, and that that falls under like abuse, uh, you know, physical abuse, infidelity, whatever the case may be, those three things I think are what fall into what is acceptable.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, then they can agree and they can give you what's called hell which is you can get married again within the, the community. But if if you're not ex- if it's not accepted amongst those priests and the bishop, then you cannot get married within the same church.
2: What if you say, F this, I'm not going to deal with the priest and the other people. I'm just going to go to my lawyer and get divorced. You
0: can do that. Yeah, obviously, yeah, you can do that. It's
2: just among it's just the like church.
0: It yeah. the, the, the legalities of it, yeah, it's fine. But you can't get married within the church. So what happens is... You get exiled. Yeah, no, it's not that you're exiled, but what happens is people will not look like they'll look down on you they uh, it's going to be very difficult to get married within the same community if you lived in that community for your entire life Mm, it's you're going to lose a lot of friends mm -hmm. because of that um it's i I don't think that's a a great thing that that it happens that Mm -hmm. way but it is what it is
5: Hmm. right
0: um it's a very severe thing to get divorced um
2: that's probably why people don't get divorced because then they're like, I have to go through this ho- entire thing
0: there's, and um, yeah, lose community. There's layers
4: to this. And, and the other part of it is marriage for a lot of the world is about survival. Mm. So it's a totally different frame. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with love. It has nothing to do with connection. That comes later. It's about survival. So if you're if you're in survival mode, you just find a way to make it work. Well, and in that's other been countries
3: most, too, strategy, mm-hmm. they are going to, partner, pair yeah. you. Um,
4: families marrying to, to, mm-hmm. to, yeah. to strengthen bloodlines and connections mm-hmm. one to another. Uh, and arranged marriages is the same, the same concept. Mm-hmm. So that's a different context. For me, it's more, what do, how do people show up in free societies? Mm-hmm. Right? Because that, to me, is a, a leading indicator. What do people do when they're free, when they're free to make a choice? Mm-hmm. Now, we could talk about all the reasons why people get married that are absolutely bonkers in our society. <laughs> yeah, I was and about to say that. I was
5: We're, like, what that, are some of the that's reasons? That's a bigger
4: part of the problem in a free society is when you're free to make a decision, you're free to make a stupid decision. And there's a lot of that. Where people are, are getting married for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. and so that's going to have an extenuating problem as you go down the road and it's not a good match and i'm not even I'm not even saying I'm, a, uh, I'm opposed to matchmaking because I think there is wisdom in that um, it, it's just it creates its own set of issues
0: I, I would argue though that the again I, I mean I, this is just anecdotally I have to get the stats on this, but I would argue that the cultures that come from those countries, they, they become Americanized and they still, the divorce rates are, are very similar. If you're
4: first or second generation, yeah. and specifically when you're talking about Indian culture, they are heavily integrated into their Indian culture. So that doesn't surprise me at all. If you go first, right. like third, fourth, fifth generation, where they're- They
2: start marrying white dudes. Yeah, then exactly. <laughs> then that's
4: different. It doesn't
0: Cause, happen often.
4: Because culture, it, 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 and there's a lot, there's a lot of reasons for that. But even mm-hmm. coming here, one of those reasons would again be survival. You're safer together, um, so you know. Which isn't to say that there isn't a beauty in being able to stay together, and there isn't a beauty in duty, and honor, and being committed. I think those things are all wonderful, but we kind of have to take a deeper dive on those stats to really understand what's going on. And the other part that cracks me up um, is this idea, like, and, and we see this a lot, especially in religion. And I'll give you an example. You're in a unhealthy relationship that is neither, neither party is growing. There may be some kind of abuse and you'll be encouraged to stay together and work it out, right, within religion. But if one or either party, quote unquote, has sex with someone else, now nah, fucking hell it's over, mm-hmm. right? Everything else could be good, right? Everything else could be like, hey, we're good, like marriage is good, but that's a reason to, to divorce. That like, that is laughable to me. And I'm like, how in the hell did we get mm-hmm. there? Right, where somebody is in an abusive relationship, but because there is commitment and there isn't, they're not stepping out of the marriage. Oh, oh, you know, continue to work on that one. Then you can have the opposite where the relationship is fairly stable and healthy, but one or both parties are mm-hmm. are hooking up with other people. And that's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, divorce that person.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, what? How does that make sense? I can't do the math on that. I would say it's good to work through that if there's infidelity. I mean, if it happens all the time, probably not. Yeah. But, but if it's like once or twice. hmm It's a mistake. Nobody's perfect, Mm -hmm. right? So I would say work through it, you know.
5: Yeah.
0: uh, You know, move past it somehow, get counseling. And I don't even, I'm not even, I don't think you need counseling necessarily from a licensed therapist all the time. I think you can get counseling (laughs) from somebody that you really look up to, somebody that, has been there, has done that, is very successful in their marriage or whatever the case may be. You can get counseling from that person. If you have that, if you have that luxury, if you don't, then go to a licensed therapist for sure. Um, Counselor is a scary
4: word in the United Mm -hmm. States too, because it doesn't really take anything to be a counselor. You can just go sign up and become one Mm -hmm. just so everyone knows. Well, therapist is. is different. Yeah. If you're, if you, there is certified therapist or somebody who's gone through a program and has their, their degree. That's different, but there are lots of quote unquote Christian counselors that it does not take a lot to get that title next to your name. That doesn't mean you know a whole lot. I have
0: a cousin that has a PhD in uh, family therapy, and I would not go to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
5: There's a there's an old saying among therapists. Awkward. That was actually really funny.
4: But it's true. There's an old saying among therapists. I it's, tell her they're oh, crazy. That's so why bad. they get a degree.
0: Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Crazy ones get a degree. I, by, by the way. way, I would tell her straight to her face the same thing. Uh, but yeah, there's no way I would, she would not be somebody that I would go to for therapy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of reasons to get divorced um, that I think is acceptable in Western society. I think so statistically, there's what? 53% divorce rate in Western society, and 80% are initiated by women. 80% of the divorces, that's a stat. So hmm. what, what do you ladies think about that, Sebastian? Said ladies. Ladies. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, do you have a, an age group that is prominently in that stat? I don't
0: have that stat. No, but I, I would. It's, so it's eighty percent are initiated by women. And then if we pull up the comments, we can go over kind of what a lot of the women said in the comments. Which, regarding I would probably
3: have to wager a bet that since men are typically more, this is not the right word, but I'm just going to say it, promiscuous, that there may be more infidelity on the men's side, which makes women want to leave the relationship. And I was hearing this from um, Casey recently, too. Like, she'll text back and forth with some of um, the school moms that the kids are like spending more time with and like getting dropped off or picked up from practice and stuff like that and it's like these women literally just want to share their entire like (laughs) life with her and she's like I feel bad because I don't know if they like even can talk to their husband or if they even do connect with their husband it seems like he's just kind of like distant and off working and and into his own things and into sports and into video games and like literally doesn't spend any time With me. Mm -hmm. So I think that that could be more common as well. Again, I'm like totally guessing and making sweeping generalizations. But I think those are things that you hear about pretty commonly.
4: And create a little context around that. I I think that's an interesting idea, at least anecdotally. In dating relationships, it's fairly even. Um, Meaning men and women tend to break up in equal numbers i think it was favored a little bit towards men but not much it was fairly even mm. so but you're right it is drastically towards women uh, and i would offer another side to this and we'd have to get the stats to see why they're breaking up and irreconciled differences i think is the number one <laughs> most common thing that is said mm-hmm. um if i remember correctly but this may go back to duty and honor Where mm. there's a lot of men who feel trapped in relationships but they feel like duty and honor mm. says yeah. i have to I have to withstand this. And they kind of create their own little bubble to stay copacetic. And then the woman feels no connection and feels trapped. Mm -hmm. And then she's just over it. And it's like, in other words, he's not stepping up probably in the woman's mind and being a man and just getting this done. And so she has to be the one to initiate and get it done. Mm -hmm. But I've coached and counseled enough men to know that there's a lot of dudes that get stuck in relationship who feel duty and honor is the reason why Mm. they're just going to find a way to get through it. And I, I don't. I could be totally wrong, but in first world countries, I don't think a woman
0: wants to think the only reason you're with me is duty and honor.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I would take the the countries out, and I would I would change that with culture. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of there's a lot of duty and honor with women in other cultures than compared to Western cultures. That's what I would argue. So. What I do think, you mean? So th- there's, like, in, um, for example, e- Egyptian culture, there's more duty and honor amongst the women than there are if you compare that to the American women, the, the westernized women. There's more duty and honor. There's, like, it's a common... How would you describe syndrome. women's rights in Egypt right now? Women's rights in Egypt? Mm-hmm. Again, culture. They take the culture over to America, and it's very similar But b- divorce rate. But what... Okay,
2: yeah. if you would have to paint the picture of the common wife mm-hmm. in Egypt right now. What is her
0: role? She, she doesn't have the rights that you would have in America. Like, uh,
1: such like, as? Like,
0: uh, uh, you know, like, to be honest, like, uh, Egypt is more westernized than the other Middle Eastern countries. It is. Um, mm-hmm. This is why, um, why like, i Saudi... Egypt
4: because just take it to the 10th degree
0: and you'll understand what most of the Middle East is. <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, I would say uh, inability to wear what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that. There's the inability to, to make your own decisions. There's the fact that we would say the second one again. The, the inability in some cases to make your own decisions. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. true. The third thing is um, like there's, there's, uh, there's inequities in Egypt. Like, uh, well, then how is it duty
2: and honor if they don't have the ability to have duty and honor? Correct.
0: Because yeah. it's ingrained in the culture. And even when they wow. take the culture over to the US, it's the, it stays the same. And it doesn't it, like the Coptic culture. It's a Christian culture. It's much different than the Islamic culture. They take it over, and it's it, very similar divorce rates. Very. Would there low be
2: consequences rates. if a wife were to file for question. divorce? For the, to the husband, would there be like really
4: some kind of shunning
0: or so, that's Islam?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: No. Coptic isn't quite as gnarly. Agreed. In those countries, it's harder to get divorced uh, for women, and actually, I think you can't get divorced as a woman. You can only we'll get divorced. see. Okay. If you're if you're a man, if you're yeah, that's true. That's that's a that's a that's a good point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, you can't. You
4: slip that one in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, wow, like, women do not why. get divorced in each, Oh, by the way, it's also Thank illegal for them to get divorced. I, I, I don't know. It's I don't incredible. know. I don't know
0: for a fact if that's the case, but I would say that regardless of that specific area, and I don't even know if it's true, if they come over to the US, they get super Americanized, divorce rates are very similar. So I think duty and honor is an ingrained aspect of those cultures. Uh, same with Asian cultures, same with, uh, one of the lowest divorce rates is um, people from Chile. You know, uh, with Latin cultures, very low divorce rates. Um, and, and again, I, there's a beauty in what you're saying, and I
4: don't want to deny that, but if you come from a culture in which your survival was predicated upon, it sure is shit that's going to be ingrained in you because your survival is, is predicated upon it. So mm-hmm. I got to see when we get through three or four generations and they're no exactly. longer living in that kind of societal structure. Because a lot of first, second generation, which is many reasons why they do very well when they first get here, they're still in survival mode. They still think mm-hmm. in survival.
0: Not necessarily, no because usually the immigrants that come from other countries to here are usually the most educated that's true the 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 people that become the most successful so the second generation of those people are usually people that have it pretty well Yep. so uh, even in those scenarios with a second generation you have people that have very similar divorce rates very very similar divorce rates and that's we, we do we know this statistically this is just, so anecdotally, this is, mm-hmm. so I want to say, I want to put that out there. Yeah. We can look up the stats. So in your experience, that's been the case. In my experience, in my yeah. community, it's very uncommon for people to get divorced. And that there's an extreme reason when they get divorced. And what, what does that result in? And I think there's a reason why there's that whole process of, like, getting divorced with a priest. Because if you don't have something like that in society, in, in your community... I think the community will just start to disintegrate over time because if you if you want to hurt a country, if you want to hurt a community, attack the family. And You're one hundred percent right about that. that was very Attack well the family.
4: Yep, you're right. Um, strong families create strong communities. Strong communities create
0: strong nations. Now, obviously, everything requires context, and there are examples that you can that are exceptions to the rule. Um, but I think overall, Western society is overly sensitive with regards to. Making a quick decision towards divorce, I think we're way we're way too trigger happy with that.
4: We're going through a we're going through a bit of a a revolution or a transition. As women become more free, there is an equalization that is happening, and that's going to be messy until it's not. And, and going back to what you're saying, I don't want to skip over that. In a lot of the world, women do not have the right to speak up, oh, and, not fair, yeah. and, and to be able to share their needs and their desires and their wants in a way. Uh, and in our society, they are. Now, I, there's, a, there's a lot of fuck things, fucked up things about our society that we need to work through, but that's what freedom creates. Freedom creates a mess, right? And so there's, I get why a lot of cultures don't want freedom, because it's messy. It's also incredibly beautiful when you let it manifest and unfold, because it gives people space to actually grow the fuck up. Does this make sense? Yeah. So you see this a lot in in cultures where everything is heavily controlled. People don't get to grow because they don't get to make mistakes. You see this a lot within religion, right? Super legalistic churches um, where people are afraid to come forward and share their, their fears, share their problems, to share their sins, if you will, they get stuck and they don't grow. And then suddenly the worship leader is sleeping with the pastor's <laughs> wife. I'm not making that up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck just happened there? Well, what do you think happened? There was no safe place to deal with my shit. There was no freedom in that. And, it's, you know, and so we have a certain amount of freedom here, and that creates an insane amount of mess. right? And we need to grow through it. Because, and I think part of it is we maybe need to reexamine the institution of marriage, reexamine why we get married, because a lot of mm-hmm. that is... Is very silly, right? We get we get married for a lot of silly reasons.
0: I think a lot of people should not get married because mm-hmm. they don't they they don't understand marriage for what it is. What do you
4: think are good reasons to get married?
0: Are good reasons to get married? Um, I think the primary the primary reason, <laughs> the primary reason <laughs> is to raise a family. Yeah, the primary reason is to raise a family. I don't see, to me personally, because like marriage isn't like. It's not something I was super excited about. Like, I think a lot of men in general are not super excited about marriage. We don't, we're not taught from like a very young age, hey, you need to have this big ceremony and you don't envision it, you know, from a young age. All we're taught, all we hear from society is you're going to lose half your shit. You're (laughs) going to lose. Jesus. This is what, this is like what's constantly fed to us. You're going to lose half your shit. It's not worth it. Do not get married. (laughs) That's so funny. It's, uh, like, like you're gonna you're gonna be stuck. Uh, it, it's expensive. Oh, you're gonna go through a divorce. Your you, the the your ex-wife is gonna get custody of the children, and you have little recourse with regards to that. Um, so why nice. why do you think you got married? Why do you think marriage
4: <laughs> creates the right container for family?
0: It's a good question. I think um, because there's a level of commitment uh, that. Far exceeds any other type of relationship, and because of that, it ensures that as a son or daughter, I'm gonna have a father and a mother in my life. And if I see, obviously, a bad relationship is not good to see. But if I have a good relationship, you're gonna put that son or daughter in the best position to be successful in life, to be prepared to to um, do a lot of different things that are contributed are contributing to society.
4: So you said a couple of things that are pretty yeah. interesting there. You said it the commitment ensures Mm -hmm. when we're talking about, I think, a 58% divorce rate currently. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, there is a 58% divorce rate, and I think that's why I would say, I would argue, if you're not committed enough, don't get married. Don't get married at all. And I I would also say, like, in Western society, Western culture, it's very risky to get married in Western culture. You have to, I I would argue that if you wanna get married, Try to find a culture that has a very low divorce rate. And, and uh, to be honest, this is just mm-hmm. like my opinion. I'm not, I try, I'm not trying to force my opinion on, on other people. Go we'll find an say, Indian <laughs> go get married to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I was <laughs> Indian in my last it's, lifetime. It, as, a, as, a, <laughs> as somebody that's logical, as somebody that understands benefits and risks, if you're going to marry uh, someone that's part of Western society, you have a 53% chance of getting divorced. And it's just it's just what it is. So so it,
4: it, it, uh, there is a point in time with what you're saying is probably accurate. But when we have a divorce rate that that's high, I have a hard time distinguishing marriage and commitment as the same thing. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know, I don't have stats to back this up, and is mostly anecdotal. But I do know lots of people who are deeply committed to one another, who have been together for a very long time, that yeah. are not married.
0: But there's and, a, there's an argument to be made for that. Maybe Meing, you shouldn't get married.
4: Ma- meaning, yeah. meaning, the to me, and maybe this is going to sound too woo-woo, marriage is of the heart, not a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You don't need an institution to identify with what marriage means to you and commitment.
0: I think I agree to that to some extent. Um, but th- there's also, like, the, the, the aspect of getting the government into your relationship, it's kind of... Gross? It's kind of gross, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time... Like, as a woman, if I'm going to have a baby, I'm going to give up part of my working career to take care of this baby. I, I want to be ensured that I have something, like some, some type of security. That's incredibly gonna, romantic. I want to ensure, <laughs> okay. But I want to ensure, <laughs> you, it can be as romantic as you, as you want it to be. But, uh, but, but like, uh, but there's something to be said about that. Like, I mean, I, I, I am taken care of if this doesn't work out.
4: You're, t- you're really taken care of either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, taking care of is not well, the right word. Get, I don't you, want to use that You can get child support,
0: but you can't get alimony. That's true. If you don't get married, so you get a, at least you get alimony. Yeah. That's I mean. so gross. <laughs> but yeah. That's
2: crazy. I would have never thought of it like that. Like I need to get married because God forbid we divorce, right. and then I need money.
5: Right. Mm-hmm. Like I would
2: never think of it like that. And even just this conversation, I'm like, Do what I is need? the point in getting married? Yeah, it's a, you were, like you as, as women, we you know we want the wedding, we want the ring, we want that. But how many have we? And I'm sure I can ask you too. Did you feel different the moment you got married? Did you say, "Wow!" All of a sudden, we are two very improved.
3: We're people. way more committed to each other yeah. now. That was a committed. piece of paper well, no. that Cat signed. Yeah. And, and wait, isn't there yeah. something i still have to? Sign? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said, isn't there something I still have to sign? <laughs> oh, no. as I as actually as got as it. As <laughs> I got <laughs> married. Good. married. Funny.
4: Charles and Molly. Me, yeah. She officiated their wedding. Yeah. So, and then our dear friends just got married after being together. Yeah. 10 years. Cole and Mona. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And I even had a conversation in Florida when we all went, and we were all with the girls, and they're like, "Oh, Jerry, like you and your boyfriend have been together a long time," and I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "When are you guys getting married?" And I was like, "Well, we're we want to buy a house first, and mm. then you know, just figure it out." And Mona and Casey were both like, you understand you don't need to get married to have a family. Mm -hmm. You don't need to do that. The traditional way
0: is... That's true.
2: Get married, have a kid, have a house, make sure you have a dog, boy and girl.
4: And Mona and Cole have a a beautiful story. She had Mm -hmm. a son coming into their relationship and then they had children together. And they've been together for 10 years. And 10 years later, they decided, hey, we want to acknowledge and celebrate this relationship with all of our friends and family. And it was beautiful. The whole thing was mm-hmm. beautiful. I think, I think weddings, there is something very beautiful about yes. a wedding, right? And, and so I think there's parts of that culturally that are really cool. I think but people get married just for the wedding. Oh, my God. Some people
2: do, yeah.
4: It's unbelievable. You Did spend more different? time and energy no, planning your wedding than your marriage. How the fuck does that yeah, make sense? Yeah.
0: There's a stat out there that if you spent... 30,000 or more on your, on your wedding you had like a 30% chance more a higher chance of getting divorced if you spent 30,000 or more or something like that
1: I spent 3,000 damn girl <laughs> 3,000 we
0: had a whole conversation on how wow. you did that That's well yeah. done. our well backyard <laughs> taco, <done>. taco
4: <laughs>
1: man taco <laughs> man I had a friend it was that great. Spent... it
4: was such a beautiful yeah. wedding it, it was time. food nice. was amazing
1: yeah. I had all kinds of food I had Asian food I had Mexican food Donuts. I, I had donuts I have vegan donuts. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the, the I had $50, fruit. Weddings with
0: like, <laughs> oh, and the food is like.
2: But that food. is also very cultural. I have friends that are Armenian, and every single one of their weddings is like oh, a cool. whole yeah, thing yeah. performance, if you will. People go into like it's, extreme
0: debt, like.
2: Not if they're. I mean, well yeah, it depends. Well but
0: Armenian, a lot of Armenians are well off, but. Yeah. But there was a guy that I knew that he, it was, he was 15 years into his marriage and he was still paying his wedding off. <gasps> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like... What? Oh my god. Really, I
2: mean the weddings yeah, they're beautiful, but for the most part I could wow. say it's just for the bride. The bride wants this, not yeah. the guy. Like God totally. forbid you have the guy planet.
5: I'm laughing
1: and <laughs> thinking about that right now.
0: <laughs> Facts. Everything that I was in charge of I screwed up at the, Nice. What were you I mean, in charge of? Cups and ice. <laughs> I had
1: uh, cups and ice <laughs> so,
3: PC from friends.
0: <laughs> so I had uh, I had to do the list like to put it on the a computer screen. I'm like, fuck. I don't want to do this shit. Wait, what, what kind of list? The, the like, list, or sorry, the seating arrangement. Oh, they, wow, had, that's a big task. That yeah, is a big task. Yeah. 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 Was like the you only, messed up one on. The wait, lines. did you have to make it, or you just you needed to put, put it purpose. on the
3: computer screen? Was she so asking you for technical, was, services it, it
0: technical, technical services? or? Yeah, <laughs> so he didn't even do the seating arrangements. He just needed um, to put it yeah. on the screen. So, so yeah, that's only, that was my only job. she's like, Frank, that was your You had one job. One, one job. job. Oh my. But, so it was this paying is an for, indicator of your whole entire life. Then, the technical thing. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm just going to pay. I don't want to deal with any of this stuff. And I just <laughs> hated it. Like, I'm, I can be good at almost anything, but if I hate it, I don't want to do it. And I'll, I'll just, because of that, I won't be good at it because I just hate it so much. Like, I can be super organized. I just hate to be organized. I just, mm. I don't like to do it. I blame uh, you. I think weddings should be more of a thing. Like, we celebrate.
4: What, celebrate relationship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, mean like, like, you don't just get married once, right? You do it a yeah. few times. So yeah. You <laughs> celebrate relationship every four or five years. i like, hey, hey, in your
5: yeah. backyard
1: in the next two, three years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do it again.
4: Yeah. That's awesome. Re-up that. Yeah.
0: Like, wedding, uh, like, weddings are beautiful things, but do people get married for the wrong reasons? Yes. I think... I, and marriage is not for everyone. I mean, you don't have to get married. Like, there's an argument that can be made for not getting married and just being in, in a, a great relationship. And, like, there's just, it's so messy. Like, it's so messy in Western well, culture. Life
4: is messy. But I would say, uh, to come back to this, marriage is, however you, whatever container you want to put it in, marriage is one of the most effective ways to grow the fuck up. It is a chance to grow up. Because, as soon as you commit your life to someone or or to multiple people or however your your structure container looks, it forces you to grow right and that's why I framed everything I was starting at the beginning with commitment is one of the ways we grow. It is very hard to grow without commitment, whatever that is mm-hmm. committing to something, and I am a huge fan of growth, so I think The commitment structure is really important in marriage, and I I agree with whatever we're all saying, people get married for a lot of the wrong reasons, but committing to relationship in relationship is a very effective way to grow up. Because no doubt, and and for all of us who are in committed relationships, no doubt um, your partner is going to bring the best and the worst out of you, Mm -hmm. right? Because it exposes all the areas of your life that you haven't worked through yet. Mm -hmm. And now you have an opportunity to surrender that and work through it, or not. And so I, I'm a huge I fan that. of commitment and loyalty. Um, I just think we fucked up the institution of marriage in yeah. Western society.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, Western society is great for a lot of things. Uh, capitalism, um, Commitment it says, isn't one of them, though. <laughs> yeah, commitment's not one of them. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things that are off about Western. There's improvements that need to be made, of course. Um, but and there's a lot of really
4: beautiful, sorry to interrupt you, but there's a lot of really beautiful things about Eastern culture that Western culture could fucking learn. Oh, yeah. Right? Around family and around duty and honor. I know it sounds like I'm going full circle here, but there, it is true. There's, there's a lot of things there that if we could integrate the two, I think there'd be a, a power yeah. couple.
0: I don't like health care in Western society. It sucks. Yeah. I don't like... At least in the uh, U.S. Yeah. Maternity care sucks in Western society. Like, all that like It just sucks. Like, in, in uh, if you go to, I think it's like England, or if you go to... France, or well, France, France is the best. You get per- France, like literally, like nannies, like they're just handed out. Like the government pays for everything, mm-hmm. and you can literally get childcare no cost to you, and at any point in time, whatever the case may be. So. In
2: Norway, you get a whole year off.
1: Is that maternal and paternal leave?
2: Um, just maternal. I'm sure paternal has longer though. Are All right, guys, BRB. Here, <laughs> BRB. Yeah.
0: BRB, going to Europe. I, I think that's a good, uh, a, a good investment into society if you can give women a longer, longer time off because one of the most important things in society is taking care of children. And if you can take care of children in the proper way, they grow up to be productive people of society. And if you take that away and then you have, always have like, this conflict of, like can I, do I have to work or should I take care of a kid? I'm not saying you should give up work. Don't get me wrong. But at least take some time off just to take care of the of the child. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. You go back to work, no problem. And I think you shouldn't give up on your dreams. I've expressed this multiple times. But I also think that like, there's something to be said about raising good kids and, and those kids growing up to be productive members of society. Agreed. Um, why don't we pull up the, the video and look at the, some of the comments? Um, how. How do you love something that you need? Beautifully said, by the way. I love how you said that. That isn't love.
4: Love is allowing something to be what it is. You have to pull it up. So Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of people get stuck. And no offense, because there is a beauty to duty and honor. Mm -hmm. But that's the scariest thing for me, which is one of the reasons why marriage hasn't worked in Western society for a long time, is because it's control. And nobody wants to be controlled. So if you look at the reasons why people divorce, there's a few that are, have to do with uh, moral collapse, but a lot of it is connected to I don't get to be me. Right? So you either have to grow together or you grow apart. Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> I don't get to be me. That doesn't always mean I need to be able to have sex with whoever I want. It just means space to truly believe like you are free to be you, however you show up. And that's a fucking hard pill for most people to swallow, even as I'm saying that, no doubt people are like, you know, flaring their emotions thinking about that. But to me, that's true love. How do you love something
0: that... Okay. What was the one that got the most comments? Scroll down. (coughs) I think we have to land land this plane in a second. Let's see. Hmm. Let's just read that one up there that has two comments. Um, Right there. It's not control. It just... That sometimes you need things for your soul, but the other one thinks is control and refuses to fulfill f- our emptiness. What? That does sense. Maybe go, uh,
3: It just sounds like someone who's sw- not getting their needs met. Yeah.
0: S- scroll up all the way. That first one, yeah, that first one. This one had 24. Scroll up. Yep,
5: yeah,
0: there you go. This has been my number one reason for asking a divorce. I didn't get to be me. I was living his life. He loved control. Let's see the the replies to that. In the middle of the divorce now, I used to say that during fights sometimes. This is your life. I'm just living it. He wanted control. I know the feeling. It's horrible. I wish you the best. I have one voicemail after I filed. He finally said it. I didn't love you enough for being you. Whoa. That was just a moment for him. Now it's back to fights. Hmm just really hit a chord,
4: mm-hmm.
0: which I, I know, because we're energetically in transition as a <laughs> <Yes>. society. <laughs> 11 years post-divorce, I have no regrets. Mine in good moments. That's what made me stay so long in our kid. But when I left him, he turned evil and cruel. Totally different person. Hmm.
1: That's an
0: interesting one. That's the same girl. She So ladies, what, what, what scenario would you be in that would cause you to feel like you're not being you?
5: Oh,
2: um, if I was asked to stop working, I think, um, and not because we had a kid or something like that. Um,
0: if you had a kid, if, would you stop for a little bit? If
2: I had a kid, um, I, I think I am good enough at multitasking, but I'm sure I would want to sure. focus on the kid for a little bit. Um, cause those are precious moments. Um, but if someone was trying to control my life and where they said, no, you're not working there or you're not doing that, or Mm -hmm. I have my own money, you don't have to worry about it. I think would be kind of weird. That's control.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, like, is there something to be said about having that conversation beforehand and knowing who you're getting married to in the first place?
2: I think you get to know that person. My boyfriend knows me very well where I'm like, I don't stop working and he loves that about me. Um, If it was someone that was like, uh, "Why do you work so hard? Why don't you know?" I think that'd be right. kind of weird. Spending time with me, right? I wouldn't marry that person.
0: Mm-hmm. But does, do you feel like Chris works equally as hard as you? That's why mm-hmm. he feels that way. But if he didn't work, maybe if he was like very lazy, he would mm-hmm. be like, "Why are you working so hard?"
2: I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, if someone was like, just like that typical scenario of. The girl that doesn't work that hard or doesn't have the type of job that a guy might have mm-hmm. um, and is like, why aren't you hanging out with me? Why, you know, are you gonna see me? Which I see it in people. I have friends that are in certain trades that are working overtime all the time, working all day, all week, um, and then their girlfriend that doesn't work as hard or doesn't work as much mm-hmm. and she's pissed off because she's not getting her That's needs insane. met,
5: yes. Mm-hmm yeah
3: i don't think it's something that you necessarily go into like oh let's have a conversation on this i want to know how controlling you are but you just learn that through experience and time and yeah i think a good thing that you can do to kind of start with without trying to have that specific of a conversation is talk about their past relationships what happened Mm -hmm. why did they fail what were the good parts and you'll Like, get to learn through patterns (laughs) that someone's Mm -hmm. sharing. Like, oh, yeah, like, this person, you know, they just treated me so poorly. And this person, like, their priorities were just this and this. Mm -hmm. Like, you are like, okay, well, the commonality here is you. (laughs) So that's the (laughs) red flag for me. I'm going to go. And then, obviously, through, you know, your own life, too, I think it's important to, one, not get lost in somebody else. So don't stop being yourself Mm -hmm. just because you are in a relationship. And that's going to provide more space for those things to come up. Like I remember with um, one of my last relationships when I got this job and I was so excited. It was like, oh, my gosh, like the culture is amazing. We have team night. Like I'm going to go out tonight to trampoline dodgeball. And then we have a conference next week. And I was learning and growing. And there were just insecurities Mm -hmm. and control and like what are you doing? Where are you at? Who are you with? I can't believe you would go on a hike with these people. And I'm like i like I finally feel like I found a place to call home and you want to take that away from me.
0: Yeah.
3: And that's when I was like, no, like this isn't this isn't right. So yeah,
4: it's, I don't that's
0: not true love. No, that was the yeah. premise of my point. Yeah, that's, yeah that's the, I agree
4: with you. Yeah. The, as a general rule, uh it takes Whole people to make whole relationships. Right. And so we can't, and there is a beauty in bringing our brokenness to relationship and healing being brought through relationship. But if you have two, we'll call incomplete people, who are then trying to complete each other, you create codependence. Right? That's what's mm-hmm. going to be created, which is where control comes from because you need this person to show up a particular way for you in order for you to feel fulfilled Mm -hmm. to feel whole to feel like your needs are being met right and it's it's generally codependence is goes both
0: ways right that to be honest like that's very common in my culture is the which is one thing that my wife wanted to stay away from that's why she didn't she wanted somebody that was like kind of half because i'm half like white and i'm half egyptian and there's one there's one like um Aspect of our culture where men in general like to take too much control of women's lives. Like, you can't do this, you can't go out, you can't do that, blah, blah, blah. And that's most like, cultures,
4: once you leave first world, yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. That's like that's um, not on
4: that's that's women have been getting a shaft for a few hundred years here, probably longer than that, but <laughs> it's true,
0: it's true, it's absolutely true, which and is changing. Unfair. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I like I want my daughter to grow up in a first world country, but I also want her to have like I, I want her to feel like she's there's duty and honor involved in her relationship. I want her to take the best for both cultures but yeah exactly yeah um but I don't want people like in some of these cultures people like women get abused physically abused, and they feel like, oh duty and honor, I can't leave, which is not a good not a good thing at all mm-hmm. so th- there are situations where you definitely need to leave and yeah like in in my culture there's sometimes there's like men that like they just you can't work they, they say you can't work they, they do that sometimes and they say you can't do this or that or you can't dress this way or you can't dress that way or blah or whatever the case may be and i'm not that way at all and i think that's what my wife loved about me it was like i'm just like be you and i yeah like for me like i wanted her to do her dream like and i love because i loved her like if i didn't love her i would be like no just fuck your dream I think, mm-hmm. I think I would just be like, yeah. I I, I, I just wouldn't care. I would just would say, just spend home, spend time with you know Emma and just take care of
4: it. It, it. To be fair here, there are m- numerous examples, and clearly the comment section of this particular video shows that, of men controlling women, and they usually exert that control through power. But there are lots of examples of how women control men through manipulation, through emotional manipulation.
5: Mm.
4: And that's just as potent and just as destructive. And I know as we're hearing this, undoubtedly there are men who are going, what the fuck? What about the crazy bitches that try to control our <laughs> lives? Which they're out there too. It goes yeah. both ways. Yeah. And, and, but the, the craft, and you know, as I'm saying this, there are going to be women that are like, no, he was manipulative. But women tend to use emotion and manipulation to get what they want. Uh, I remember I was dealing with a customer a long time ago and he was in his late 70s, late 70s, maybe early 80s. And he was super jovial and like kind of almost over the top happy. So I had to ask him, I'm like, you just having a good day? And he says, I mm. finally divorced my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and he like, he's an old man, right? He's lived a good life. He's lived a mm-hmm. long life. So I had to ask, I was like, how long are you guys married? And he's like, 40 years. Aww. Aww. 40 years. It might have been longer, but it was a long time. And I was like, what made you decide? And he goes, I should have done it a very long time ago. But duty and honor, he didn't say duty and honor. Did he but I don't know. I didn't ask those questions. I mean, he didn't have, that. they were, they were grown. But his, his point was that he felt like he had been in hell forever, and he finally, there was, and I'll, there's there was an old joke, I'll be quick, but it's a funny one that keeps coming back to me. This, uh, this old man is sitting on the front row of church, and uh, the pastor's preaching, and out of the floorboards, Satan appears and starts screaming and rah at everybody, and everybody, like, scatters like the wind. The pastor's hiding behind the pulpit. People are leaving left and right. Old man just sits there in the front row. <laughs> <'Cause it's,
5: laughs>
4: and Satan, Satan looks at him, and he goes, aren't you afraid? And he goes, no, I've been married to your sister for a <laughs> long time. Didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <geez. laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, I, I think it's more acceptable if, like, once the kids are grown up, and that that's the most common generation that, um, or the most common mm-hmm. reason why people leave is because their kids have grown up.
4: Second most. First, so most first five years is, the, if you can get through the first five years in a relationship, you've got a statistical chance of making it to the next phase, which is kids. Once mm-hmm. emptiness syndrome after the kids leave the home is the mm-hmm. second highest. Yeah. Mm. But that first five years of marriage is critical.
0: Next That's April is fifth. fifth Marriage. Uh, oh, you're
4: almost there. You're almost, <laughs> out. almost there. Almost <laughs>
0: out. <laughs> um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of conversations that could be, um, you know, had through this, you know, topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, like what you ladies have expressed is true. Like if you love someone, I would, I would encourage duty and honor. But then I would say also. Don't marry somebody that you you don't truly love, because if you don't truly love that person, you're going to try to control them. You're going to try to be like, you can't do this, you can't do that, like whatever the case may be. And if you're a man doing that, you're not a real man, in my opinion. If you're trying to control, if you're trying to say, give up on your dream or give up on what makes you happy, that to me seems very selfish, very too controlling and that you just don't care about the person that you're with.
4: And well, let's talk about boundaries really quick because this can be misunderstood. Mm. For me, love shows up and says I want you to be you and I want you to be happy even if that means not being with me. Right. That does not mean you can do whatever the fuck you want and I'm just going to sit here and take it. That mm-hmm. that is not the same thing. And sometimes we misunderstand that, we think, well, loving somebody means we have no boundaries and they can do whatever they want. No, there are natural consequences to decisions, right? There's decisions that people make that lead to consequences, attended or unattended, that may change the dynamic of the relationship. Love just shows up and says, I'm going to allow you to be you and go on your journey. I'm not going to kind of control you. It doesn't mean I won't share my opinions, my thoughts, but ultimately it's your decision and I choose to love you regardless, but that does not mean our relationship is going to stay the same. Mm
5: -hmm. Mm -hmm. It could
4: change. And that that gets missed. Boundaries are really, really important. And knowing where that is, and and, and there are natural consequences to decisions.
0: Yeah. Good point. Any last thoughts?
2: Nope, that was a good good end.
0: Awesome. Thank you for uh, joining us. Please like, subscribe, comment, and we look forward to seeing you on the next podcast.